Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. If I can support founders alongside the process of creating that tool, that's really what matters to me because five to 10 years from now, if this tool works and when it works, there's going to be a bunch of new companies that are all booming. And we're going to see such a new wave of technology when it comes to fundraising and being able to actually efficiently create companies and produce the product and services that they are creating. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised LA, and I created We Are LA Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech episode shout out goes to Chris Miles. Chris Miles, thank you for being such a longtime member of the We Are LA Tech community and just championing everything that we do. Really appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Chris on Twitter at Miles Next Door. That's M I L E S N E X T D O O R. Miles Next Door. Let Chris know you found him via We Are LA Tech. Today's personal spot is about scaling versus doing the unscalable. So many people, especially in the tech world, talk about automation, Zapier, blah, 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 integrations, API, this API, that. At the end of the day, Jason Fried says it best. Businesses don't do businesses with one another. People do business with people. And we're all people, Whether we're an executive at a fancy company or someone just starting out in life, it doesn't matter. We're all people and we all have value and we, it's important to treat one another accordingly. I spent last night, all night, personally messaging 103 people in the community, not to sell something, not to market, but to make sure people in the community felt seen by me, are supported in their personal endeavors. What can you do as as a founder, as a leader in tech today so that your community, even if that, even if you're like, Esprit, I don't have a community. Yes, you do. You have a few people around you. Maybe they're not your personal friends. Maybe they're just people kind of your coworkers. Maybe they're just people that admire something that you're doing. It could be five people, could be one person. What could you do today? What action can you take so people within your network, within your community feel seen by you and are supported by you? So important and no need to automate that. Just show up, be human and connect. Enjoy the next episode. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting LA Tech companies and talent. I am hyped on our next guest. Esteban is an amazing human being, building an awesome company that is making moves in LA. So cool. You have to know about them. Welcome, Esteban. Hi. 
Hey, thank you for having me here. It's so great to be able to be part of the We Are LA tech scene. And my name is Esmond Alvarado. I'm the co-founder of Project Unicorn, a mobile application that allows for startup founders to connect with compatible investors through asynchronous short-form videos. Currently based out in Torrance, California, it's been really great just being able to see how Project Unicorn is all coming together. We already facilitated around 75 to 100 different connections between investors and start founders, and really being able to see that investors from plug and play are messaging companies on board Unicorn. It's like one of the most mind-boggling things that I have personally seen, given that plug and play has always been this legendary VC out in the LA area. So yeah, no, there's a lot of really cool innovations happening with the app. And I'm just super excited to see how it grows. I mean, you mentioned that this is your first podcast. Is that true? Yeah, well, we did like we did like one other podcast before when we were first starting our company, but that was with an advisor. And it was, I think the most views we got were five. So <laughs> it still counts. It still counts. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you on because of the community builder that you are here in LA. But before we get into all of that, go ahead and tell us about Project Unicorn. Like, tell us about you and Project Unicorn. Yeah, definitely. So, Project Unicorn is a mobile application that allows for startup founders to connect with compatible investors through asynchronous short form videos. We combined the mechanisms between Bumble and TikTok to really try to establish a more humane way where investors can actually connect with founders and founders can really heads down build product while still connecting with the people that are relevant to them. Um, and then a little bit myself, I recently graduated UC Irvine with a criminology law and society degree. I started off my first uh, startup with my co-founder and CEO, Justin Gia, um, about two and a half years ago, three, when we first started a peer-to-peer -peer lending platform that allowed for small business owners to receive affordable loans. And then we started pivoting because Justin was like, there's so much innovation going on. Like, what are we doing? Like, there's so much opportunity here. And I was like, dude, you're right. It, ma it makes no sense why we shouldn't be doing this. And that's kind of how we pivoted from the first company we were creating into the company that we're doing now, which is called Project Unicorn. My favorite thing about you, other than you have an incredible company name and co-founder and all the things... You're such a person of integrity. I'm so obsessed with that in my personal life. I love who you are. Like, I feel like everybody should want to work with you and get to know you because of who you are behind of all this other stuff that we're going to talk about on the episode. But just wanted to give you a huge shout out for integrity. <laughs> Amazing character. I can't even believe you live in LA. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's an honor to hear that from you, Esprit. I really appreciate it. Seriously, you're hyping me up too much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the recent event you did, Project Unicorn did with, you did it with big companies like Brex and WeFunder. Tell us about that. What was that about? At WeFunder and like at Project Unicorn, the majority of the things that I do is really just trying to find a way to connect startup founders and investors and create a universal hub or universal scene where anybody can come in and still connect with the people that are relevant to them. The events that I typically host are like happy hours, small dinners. Um, fireside chats. The whole emphasis is just to really build a community around all the founders and investors within that local area. So the recent event that I did was happening during Emerge America slash Miami Tech Week. And that was with partners like Pilot, Intercom, Carta, also with Brex and WeFunder. And it was one of the largest events I ever hosted. Um, it was over uh, 700 people that signed up. 
And we have over 550 people attend actual events throughout the night. So it was really cool to see so many familiar faces, I guess, through like the Twitter atmosphere. But seeing them in real life is just a completely different scene. 100%. And it was packed. It was this amazing venue, absolutely packed, so connective. What is the purpose of Project Unicorn in LA and in the startup ecosystem overall? Yeah, definitely. Like the reason why Project Unicorn is based in LA is because we believe that it doesn't matter where you're located at, you can still become a successful startup founder. So the whole persona of like needing to be in San Francisco or needing to be in New York in order to raise capital, we're trying to um, show that that's not really the case, especially like going all the way out. I guess you could talk about how like Orange County is like apart from LA, but even really connecting all like the Southern California cities and bringing them to Los Angeles and bringing their communities alongside is what we're really trying to do for these events to show that like, hey, Southern California, we're all united together and LA is going to be the hub spot for Southern California tech. Agree. And I think OC is totally included. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, we could have a whole conversation about this with Justin too, (laughs) to discuss OC and LA. But no, when it comes to like Project Unicorn and like our goal is that like, we went to UC Irvine for school. And we're very appreciative for all the wonderful things that like Wayfinder did and all the wonderful advisors that we did have. Um, And we want to be able to support those early stage startups that are coming out of those very same programs, whether they're coming from UC Irvine, UC San Diego, or UCLA, USC, or even like Little Marymount, El Camino College. All these different um, college campuses have innovation, but don't really have this community or this central location where they can meet even more people. And we want to be able to replicate that not only in real life, but also on our app. And where are you in the stage of Project Unicorn now? Yeah, yeah. So we're in the pre-seed stage. I would say like right now we're really ramping up on gathering as many founders, as many users as we possibly can because we recently launched on the App Store, the Android Play Store. So now it's just like, thank you. Thank you. It was a long time coming. And I'm super appreciative for our engineers, Manu and Sam, for being able to put this together and also Thomas as well. And realistically speaking, like, the main goal of what we're trying to achieve right now is just build as many connections as we possibly can. That's the main emphasis because we're really just trying to provide a tool. We don't see ourselves like competing against other platforms out there. We just want someone to build a tool that can actually help out founders. Again, the holistic and integrity-driven point of view that I know both you and your co-founder, Justin, share I think that's what will lend itself to creating a great company with an amazing team and and just a great ecosystem underneath it because all of that stems down from leadership. What do you think about when you think about the future for Project Unicorn? Like, where do you hope that it is in, in a year or in the future? Yeah, I, I definitely hope that Project Unicorn will be at a place where we're already starting to, we're experiencing like early signs of product market fit but really establishing like product market fit. So founders can be able to really focus on building the product and services that you're trying to execute on just because that will allow theoretically for innovation to grow even more. And essentially that would allow for the world to become a better place. So as long as we have an app that is completing the function of what we're trying to achieve, that's like the biggest thing for me. You work both with WeFunder and with Project Unicorn. What is your drive for startup life versus non-startup life? Like what are the pros and cons of both? 
Yeah, I, this is going to be a really biased answer because I think the only con that I have is that I just I, I work too much. <laughs> I would say like that's really the only con that is found within the industry. And obviously, like I guess people can say it's like a kind of like a negative effect having like a a work hard a work hard always mentality. But reality is that like when you're at such a young age you need to be able to take the advantage of the opportunities that come to you. And going back to like what you said earlier, like what really motivates me to even like work at Project Unicorn and WeFunder, overall, it's, it's what I said essentially to in the beginning. It's like, I just want to build a tool with my co-founder and my friends that can actually help innovation grow. And if I can support founders alongside the process of creating that tool, that's really what matters to me because five to 10 years from now, if this tool works, and when it works, there's going to be a bunch of new companies that are all booming. And we're going to see such a new wave of technology when it comes to fundraising and being able to actually efficiently create companies and produce the product and services that they are creating. I mean, we've had so many incredible companies come across Los Angeles. Why are you so diehard Long LA? Realistically speaking, I personally believe that we're moving away from a different age of where the world once was. Yes, like San Francisco, New York are all major hubs, but I believe that that's not really the case for the future, especially when a lot of things are turning a lot more remote. And I think that there's just so many talented people, like this for you, like you said yourself, there's so many great founders here, but yet none of them receive the same opportunities that founders in SF and New York do. Why is that the case? Why is that even fair? right? Like, that's not how things should be. And I think like, that's why I'm so gun ho on LA is because like, I want to create a scene where it's proven possible that you don't need to be in a major tech ecosystem in order to succeed. To succeed. It's funny, so many people when I've, I've traveled to over 100 countries visiting startup cities, and so many people kind of have this impression that you have to move to Silicon Valley to win. And I'm like, no, just grow your ecosystem here, wherever that here is, you know, just make it happen. How large is your team? We have a team of five right now. Me, Justin, Thomas, Sam, and Manu. And what is the next milestone you all are trying to hit? Well, right now we're trying to complete our fundraising round. Even though it's like fundraising shouldn't be categorized as like a milestone because that's simply just the beginning of the next level in the game. I do believe like achieving a fundraising round is going to be able to allow us to really put together a lot more things that are in a work of progress right now, such as like an LP matchmaking tool, a CRM tool to help um, investors track the start founders that they're interested in on the web base. There's a bunch of different features that we want to push through, and it would be great to have the team full time and be able to really just consistently push out new um, product features. And we have so many amazing people listening to our show. If you had an ask related to the investment that you're looking to raise, what would your ask be? If you know any investors that are willing to take a chance on a young team, we're probably going to be your people. And we'll love to be able to just even speak with you, even if you're not interested in investing, just to be able to get you on our platform is super important for us. And apart from the fundraising piece as well, Founders, if you need help connecting with compatible investors, we would love to help you. Like that's our main goal right now. And just having those two subsects of people is what we're really looking for right now. The main issue that we're experiencing right now is that a lot of VCs, they're like, why mobile? 
why do we have to go to mobile? Why can't we just be able to look at our web browsers? But what we are experiencing is that a lot of operator angels are interested in mobile. And that's because those are the type of investors that are more so looking at startup fundraising as an alternative source, as an alternative source of diversification. So they're more open to like experiencing new products that they haven't used yet because they their minds are not so ingrained in the old ways of traditional VCs. Um, so I would say like that's probably like the biggest headache. But then there are some VCs where it's like, yes, this is like the logical um, scenario right now, right? So it's kind of like a mixture of both where larger VCs are not so gung-ho. And the biggest thing that's so funny to us is that people tell us we're raising too little money. That's why they don't want to invest. Which is so mind-boggling to me because when we're speaking with some of the larger VC players, they're like, how much are you guys raising? We're like, we're only raising 100K for a pre-seed round. Like, you're not raising anything else? We're like, as of right now, no. Like, we're just looking for, like, something to get us by because we understand that, like, we need to generate X, Y, and Z of revenue in order to be even considered a $10 million company, right? Investors don't really like that. They want to be able to show like their friends that like, hey, we just deployed a million dollars into this company, not like a 50K check, right? Um, so that's something else. But I, that's something else that we noticed. Favorite place to eat in LA? Ooh, you're, you're, I got to give a shout out to like my local spot, Inkawasi or El Pollo Inca. Oh the my best. gosh, yes. It's so good. So good. I have good. to go there I today, love. I feel like. <laughs> you need to get a Lomo Satado. If you go. Oh my gosh. You'll text it to me. That's where I need to get my dinner for sure. <laughs> Is there any startup company or talent you've come across lately who's really impressed you in Los Angeles? Oh, 100%. I met this founder called Manuel and he's based out in Venice Beach and he's building one of the coolest platforms that like I have a personal warm place in my heart to um, just because I was a transfer student going from community college to UC Irvine. And I understand how difficult that process was. And Manny was able to put together a one-stop shop platform where it's like, if you're part of any community college, university, doesn't really matter. They help you transfer to your dream program and they expedite that process immediately. So you don't have to deal with community, um, community college counselors that are not helpful whatsoever and often leaves um, a lot of students just in the dust trying to understand what the heck to do to get out of here. Manny does that all. And he already has a partnership with the LA University, LA school district. And he is just growing his business so much. And his whole mentality of helping transfer students get out of community college is a mission that I have a special place in my heart for. And where can we find either Manuel or his company on social or do you have his website? Yeah, yeah. so it's advisorly.com. It's E-D-V-I-S-O-R-L-Y.com. Um, and, if, and if you guys want, more than happy to connect any people that are hearing this podcast currently to Manuel. If you guys are either a college student looking to transfer, or if you're a VC in the edtech space that is looking to potentially learn more about what he's building, I would love to be able to connect you guys with them. Something if someone were to just land in LA today for the startup scene, what do you feel like they should do first in order to integrate into our community? Honestly, I would say the first thing that you should do is reach out to us free. Oh my gosh. Uh, You're so sweet. <laughs> but apart but, but apart from that, maybe just go on Twitter. 
I have grown like such a large Rolodex of contacts just through Twitter alone. And I see people all the time whenever they land somewhere and they're like, hey, like new, I'm new here. I have no one to meet. So many people on Twitter would tag their friends like, you need to meet this person. You need to go and interact with so-and-so. And you just build so many new connections like that. I think one time, like I even posted, it was about my birthday, right? I'm like, I'm turning 22. I would love for um, Elizabeth Yen to follow me on Twitter. And it happened. And I was like, this is crazy. And like, I only, I was only like the star founder that was just beginning, but it goes to show that like Twitter has the ability to connect you with so many people that you would have never thought possible before. Who is that? Elizabeth Zen? Elizabeth Yen. She is a OG VC that's like making waves in like the pre-seed market right now. And she has so many supporters. Shout out Hustle Fund more so, if anything. Oh, I've heard of Hustle Fund. Yeah. Elizabeth is amazing. I love all of her threads about startups and just like the different issues and the different point of views that you need to have when starting a new company, both from a founder perspective and an investor perspective. It's, it's very informational. What's a resource in Los Angeles you think we should tap into if we're building our startups here? I'm going to have to give a shout out to Wayfinder here, but realistically like the best accelerator or incubator that like I am aware of, especially in LA, would probably have to be Techstars LA or uh, Launch House. Like those are like the two main main ones. And if you're able to get into one of those programs, the amount of connections that you're going to have is just, it's it's limitless. And realistically speaking, you don't need those two programs to still be able to succeed. You can just go to a university incubator program or a community college incubator. Um, it doesn't It doesn't have to be those. It's just something that can get you the first foot into the door so you can fully open that door and open a bunch of other doors. What is your favorite software, mobile app, your favorite tool to use? Could be anything, doesn't have to be LA-based. Yeah, right now it has to be Be Real. It's such a good app. Be Real? Yeah, Be Real. It's like B, it's like B and then Real. So R-E-E-L. Oh. It's so cool. Like Snapchat can replicate it if it really wants to, realistically speaking. But the way that the app interacts in such a consumer facing way, it, it allows for a lot of like young adults and a lot of just friends to really connect with one another and be able to show like, Hey, this is what I'm currently doing. And this is my face as I take this picture. <laughs> it, it leads to a lot of funny snippets, especially when um, the person taking the picture has a very funny face on. It just shows like, this is how my face was at the moment as I took this picture. And it really allows for a lot of memories to be established. And it goes to show that like, there's a lot of really cool consumer facing apps out there that may not seem that innovative, but at the same time, draw so much users and drive so much value that they can build different vertical skills on. That's awesome. Be Real. I actually had never heard of Be Reals. I love learning about new tech. Esmond, thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. Is there anything else you wanted to share before we totally wrap up? No, not really. But I, I do want to give a special shout out to Esprit for making this happen. And I do want to give a special shout out to my co-founders and also, and honestly, just like the team in itself. Like, they're such special people in my life. And they're probably the smartest people that I've ever met. And it's an honor. And I wouldn't want to work with anybody else besides them. And honestly, it's pretty, it led me to meet you. So like, there's just so many people that I'm grateful for. So, and you know who you are that I'm giving a shout out to. 
Justin, Manu, Sam, Thomas. Um, I love you guys. And thank you for having me on. It's truly a blessing and an honor. What's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, definitely. So the best way to connect with me is either going to be through email at Esteban at projectunicorn.co. So it's E-S-T-E-B as in bear, A-N at projectunicorn.co. Or you can follow me on Twitter, um, Esteban Avocado. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's my Twitter handle too, if you guys are interested. I have a little, a bear NFT with a bunch of hearts um, all over him. I'm telling you, everybody listening really needs to connect with Esteban. Like, he is just a gratitude-driven leader. I mean, just from the moment I've met him, he's so impressive, so kind. He's someone to know and someone you just want within your network and your inner circle because I feel he's the kind of person that would have anybody's back. Yeah, I'm really excited to know you just as much as you were so sweet to just say that you're happy to know me. Thank you so much for hanging out with the podcast to connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the LA Tech community. Remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, at We Are LA Tech. I will see you, talk to you, all the things in the next episode. Bye. Bye, guys. Hi, my name is Esmeralda Alvarado. I'm one of the co-founders of Project Unicorn. Project Unicorn is a mobile app that allows for startup founders to connect with compatible investors through asynchronous short-form videos. We're based out in Torrance, California, slash Irvine, California. You're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.